0: Hey, everybody. It's Damara West, founder of Be Well, Beautiful Woman. We make sure that women from all walks of life prioritize their wellness so that they can lead optimal lives. We work with female leaders along with entrepreneurs. And you're listening to our podcast today. But on top of the podcast, we have some phenomenal things that are upcoming that we're going to be talking about today on our podcast. And I have a, one of our main stage speakers, somebody that I get to call a friend that I'll be introducing in just a minute. But many of you already know Lisa Smith. And many of you, of course, that if you don't know her, you're going to be getting to know her today. So we have our Be Well, Beautiful Woman tour, which we're going to be talking about later. We have our blog that we put out about once a week. We have a Facebook Live series. It's all about, you know, how do we have fabulous Fridays, go off into the weekend with wellness in mind. And so make sure that you check us out at Be Well, Beautiful Woman. And if you're not following us on um, social media, make sure that you do that at the letter B Well, Beautiful. Again, that's the letter B, well, beautiful. So without further ado, I get to introduce Lisa A. Smith. She is my A. Spoon Coon, somebody that I always look forward to being in community with. I adore her. She is doing amazing work within the plant-based and nutrition and wellness space. And so with that, If you didn't know this, sister, what you need to know is that Lisa A. Smith is a serial entrepreneur, certified plant-based nutritionist, author of The Plant-Based Foodie, founder of Professionally Fit and the Black Health Academy, and she's the curator and facilitator of the signature plant-based course, Farm to Table. Lisa,
1: Lisa, Mm -hmm. Lisa is in the building. How are you, sis? I am perfect, Damara. Thank you so much for having me once again. It's an absolute pleasure to be on this tour with you.
0: Yes, girl. We about to have a ball, just like we did last year.
1: Yes, I'm so
0: looking forward to it. (laughs) Me too, me too, on on so many levels. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in because I know you have so much that you want to impart to our audience. So the first thing is, you know, I remember you saying once that it wasn't until you gained confidence in your physical health after losing 60 pounds on your own that you were able to gain confidence in doing your life's work. This is just phenomenal. It's really, really powerful. I want you to enlighten our audience on this connection.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So essentially what that means, when I gained confidence in my physical health, I was able to gain confidence that I needed to excel in entrepreneurship and in my business and in a health and wellness space. And my first company, Professionally Fit, speaks to that specifically because being professionally fit is all about understanding the direct correlation and connection between your physical and mental health and your fitness and your business, right? And so once I was able to shed the excess weight, it helped me to uncover layers of confidence and capability that propelled me on the business side. You know, sometimes when we have things holding us back in the wellness space, whether that be emotional wellness, physical wellness, uh, mental health, spiritual health, we can't exceed and go to the places we need to go to be successful in business because we have blockages and we have barriers. um, And sometimes we don't even realize that those things bring hindrances to our business. So once I was able to get myself in physical shape, I was able to get myself in shape in my business and it makes a huge difference. And now that's one of my like keys to success in my business is actually maintaining my physical health.
0: Mm, Yes, yes, yes. And I definitely want to explore that more a little bit later. And before I do, this is really important, uh, this idea of mindset, right? And Mm -hmm. sometimes people think that if they know enough, if they become educated enough, if they're a content expert, irrespective to whatever it is that they want to do, that that's actually adequate. But it has what it boils down to more than anything, it has to do with how we see ourselves. And if yeah. we see ourselves as powerful, if we see ourselves as smart and um, important and valuable and resourceful and and con- and humanly connected and whatever it is that we need to see ourselves as in order to thrive, that actually the thing that helps us more than anything. The content can come later. We can be, end through a discovery process, but it's not the thing that actually holds us. It's how we see ourselves, which um, even though it sounds easy, a lot of people don't really get that.
1: No, you're 100% right. Like our own self-image and how we perceive ourselves, essentially the story we tell ourselves about ourselves, D, is everything because uh, science says by the age of 35, 90% of the thoughts you think, the emotional responses you have, the beliefs you have are all programmed at that point. There's nothing new happening. You're literally literally going through these constant cycle loops that are on just autoplay in your head. So you experience something in the world that's called a trigger, and then you have this automatic programmed emotional response to it, right? And this is all based on how we see ourselves and how in the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. And so if we're not intentional about being present, i.e. self-awareness about how we see ourselves and what we think, We'll live in this programmed state for the duration of our lives, never being able to get out of the cycle.
0: Yeah, that's so good, right? And then and the beautiful thing is, is that we can always change that, right? We have the ability to literally yes. rewire our brain. Um, and we can do that through new experiences. We can do that by reframing things, we can do that by reading an article, having a conversation, putting ourselves in a new environment by creating, right? The literal act of creativity helps us with the rewiring process. So, you know, even though we are hardwired, we have the power and much more power than what we realize and power that we often give away to really create our own pathway in life if we get this mindset thing right
1: that's a hundred percent right a thousand percent right like you said creativity and what I like to say is experiences right like being an experienced junkie helps you get out of your own way because if you're constantly doing the things you've always done basically people who do the least know the most right And so, But the people who do the most know the least. And so you always need to be positioning yourself to learn something new or have a new experience so that way you can get new perspectives on things.
0: I love that. And it reminds me of a leadership program that I do called um, I Lead with Purpose. And one Hmm. of the 10 leadership principles is bold immersion, right? And so not only do we rewire our pathways, right, in order to think the way that we need to think in order to see ourselves as the the powerful beings that we are, but also it helps us to become experts within our own right. So that, you know, the more that we immerse ourselves in something, the more we're going to be able to talk about it, the more confident we're going to be able to stand in it. And the more opportunities essentially are going to come our way as we're doing this immersion process, which actually leads me into um, a question that I want to ask you really about this seamless brand that you created that, that comes Mm -hmm. from, um, I believe it comes from a place of wellness, right? everything that you've done, and you've done a lot over the course of your life, from writing books, to traveling all over the country, speaking, to coaching people to live their fittest lives. So everything you do is connected to living well. Why do you think that's key for the brand that you're trying to build? And what advice do you have for others who think that they have to do only one thing, right? There are a lot of people who feel like, I've got to be on this linear track. I can only do this. But the reality is that all successful people that we admire are serial entrepreneurs. They have multiple tracks of work that they've done and that they're creating mm-hmm. in the world. So talk to us about why this is important to your brand.
1: Yeah. And so I agree that there is no linear path to success. And we don't have to do just one thing, but it's at the same time we do. And here's what I mean. Um I have, I have two health and wellness companies that I've, I've started. And then I run a third health and wellness company that somebody else, someone else started. I also authored, you know, a recipe book. I've also created a signature plant-based course. Um, I'm also, I have personal training. I do speaking around health and wellness. So here's the thing. I only do one thing essentially, Dee, right? I only promote and sell plant-based nutrition, physical fitness, emotional intelligence. Um, So all of my, everything I do is in the same lane. And the reason I'm able to run three companies and speak and teach and coach and do all these wonderful things, it's because I'm in my lane. And so because I'm in alignment, it allows me to go hundred miles per hour. What happens is the reason sometimes we our thing doesn't take off the way we want it to is because we're out of alignment and we're being disobedient. And so when you're in your lane, the, lane, the path clears for you. There is no, no traffic backed up. There is no blockage in your lane. There is no resistance. And so because I'm standing in my purpose, which is teaching and speaking, I just, I just have used different vehicles to make sure that whatever type of learner you are as the consumer of my information, you have access to it. So if a book works better for you, I have that for you. If an in-person course works better for you, I have that for you. If coming to a lecture with an, an audience full of, you know, hundreds of people works for you, I have that for you, but I'm all, I'm only doing one thing, if that makes sense. And so it makes it easier um, for me to do multiple things because I'm staying obedient and, I, and, I, and I'm in my lane. When you try and cross over into traffic into another lane that's not quite yours, that's what a problem comes into play. Even with regard to people who want to be health coaches and start their own health and wellness company, I do that as well. I have several business coaching clients, but I'm coaching to how to build a health and wellness company. I'm still in my lane. Yes. Right? And so it may look like, you know, I'm doing multiple things, but I'm really not
0: this is really important right because what you're talking about is not about being a jack-of-all-trades master of none what you're nope. talking about is being really clear about what your purpose is in the world and everything you do goes back to that purpose which yes. is why it's so important for people to have an understanding of why they were placed here on this planet now other entrepreneurs might say well we just have to start somewhere um, in fact John Henry I follow his work and admire him a great deal and got to see him speak at Detroit Startup Week last year and his first business had nothing to do with his interest and now of course he's really living his passion so I do think that sometimes we have to start somewhere and I do think there are a lot of pathway a lot of pathways that we can take to get to wherever we're supposed to land anyway but I do think that optimal alignment comes from a place of knowing what it is that you were that you were born to do and creating work that is in alignment with that succinctly and that's really the work that I've done since the you know the 12 years that I've been in business everything that I do is connected back to transformation whether that be as a a therapist or as a professional coach or you know in this be well beautiful woman space or going in to do a strategic plan for someone it's all about creating change in people's lives on their own terms essentially and so you know I think that we can do multiple things and also stay in our lane. So I'm not talking about the person who's out here that do that's got this hustle and got that hustle and this hustle. And I get that because sometimes we just have to hustle in order to make money but that's not the same thing as being on the grind of entrepreneurship for the greater good of what
1: it is that we were born to do. You're a thousand percent right, Demara. That's exactly right. And I agree with you a hundred percent. Where you start may not be where you end up, right? Um, but once you figure out what you're meant to do, you have to be obedient to that. And a lot of times we allow fear to get in the way. We allow life to get in in the way. Um, But essentially we can't let that happen because we won't excel until we're living in our purpose. Um, And I understand that sometimes it takes time to discover that purpose, what that looks like, what it's meant to be. Um, But it is essential that we are obedient to our calling.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it actually makes me think about, again, this leadership program that I do. So if you are you happen to be listening and you don't know what your purpose is, you don't really know what you were born to do, I really think it's time for you to invest in what that looks like for you. We have a leadership development program called I Lead with Purpose, 10 leadership principles that really help you key in on what those 10, um, leadership, um, what those 10 leadership principles mean for you. And by the end of it, you will be clear about what it is that you were born to do and what it is that you need to be doing in order to live more into that so I want to transition now into my next question Um, and it's really about this the work that you've done to carve out greater accessibility for people who may not otherwise have access which you know I'm all about that's what we're all Mm -hmm. about here at be well beautiful so shortly after you know you launched professionally fit and, you know, not long after you realize that there was a segment of the population for whom health and wellness coaching was not accessible, that's when you launched the Black Health Academy. Um, so if not only, of course, do I want to hear more about the Black Health Academy and the audience, of course, because I know all about it, but I want the audience to be able to hear about it, you know, is ultimately why is accessibility so important in wellness and how has the Black, the Black Health Academy bridged that gap?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tamara. I started the Black Health Academy in October of 2017. So we're coming up on three years this fall. And essentially, the Black Health Academy, our mission is to eradicate the most common chronic conditions, which disproportionately impact people of color, right? And so what happens is the, the reason a platform like this is so important is because simply of representation when individuals uh, start looking into things like a whole food plant-based vegan diet um physical fitness or solutions for things that impact us disproportionately like fibroids for example um, sometimes we don't know where to turn and we find ourselves on somebody's search engine just trying to plow through the millions of results and figure it out and diy it right and so i wanted to create a space where somebody could come and ask questions about their health for them, for us, by us, essentially, right? Where they can get access to people of color who are subject matter experts in the health and wellness field. And so it's so important because every person I learned plant based nutrition from, every doctor. 100% of them, well, 99.9% of them have been white and 98% of them have been male. So what happens is when a person of color is, hears about what's this thing about a plant-based diet and it may be able to you know, reverse my hypertension or my type 2 diabetes or my autoimmune disease, when you start searching for people to teach you that if you don't see anybody who looks like you, that significantly reduces the chances of you following through with something like this. And so, so often tomorrow, one of the things I get at our nutrition classes and on our online live coachings and all these things that we offer completely complimentary is that you're the only person who I know in this space who was doing this at this level with regard to plant-based nutrition. I don't even know where else to go. How do I find a, a doctor of color, right? We people are more comfortable when they're familiar with, you know, when they feel like the people they're working with understands and is familiar with their experience. And so when we're able to break down those barriers at the Black Health Academy, we then begin to see people being able to reverse uh, or prevent chronic diseases and something that they never thought was possible or that was available to them because somebody else in their life has told, has told them, well, this just runs uh, in the Black community. This is just what happens. And you're going to be on medications for the rest of your life or this runs in your family, and so this is going to be your fate. And so to get hope by hearing that there may be an alternative for you, or there's an alternative for your child, who this won't be their fate, that is just, we can't even explain uh, what that means to them and to us. And so it's so important for the Black Health Academy to exist simply for representation.
0: Yeah, I love that, right, because um, it, it, I had a visceral experience on Saturday. I was at a wellness expo here doing some promoting for the tour, and, you know, I, when I go to these networking events, I always keep in mind, like, I want to be able to connect with every single vendor, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and as soon as I walked into this space, I saw, I don't know if I saw anybody that looked like me. Now, mind you, I'm a professional Mm. woman. I work in this wellness space. I'm a licensed therapist. And I actually became leery, even though I'm a professional woman, I'm this, I'm that, in this space where I could not see one person that looked like me. And there were probably Mm. 60 vendors in the room. Now, mind you, once I walked through, I realized there were a few people of color. But out of 60 vendors, we probably had five vendors of color in the entire building. Wow. So, so we have to ask ourselves, one, what happens to other people when they have these similar experiences, right? Yep. Two, why is it that there wasn't more of an intention to make sure that we had greater representation at this wellness event, knowing that we are there we're out here, right? We're out here doing this work. Um and, and then three, what is our role in making sure that in our work, no matter what we do, we are also providing accessibility? You know, one of the things that I pride myself on at um, Change Agent Consulting, you know, that's my practice and I've been doing that work, as you know, for about 12 years, is is providing services free, on a sliding scale, and working with my market rate clients. It's something that I have done since the very beginning. It's something that I continue to do, and I will always do in some shape or form, no matter where I land in life. And so I I do feel like, um, as Ella Baker said, you know, service, and I think that our dollar is a form of service, is the rent that we pay to live on this planet, right? So I just ask, I just really um, compel us to think about that in in our own work. and, And what does that really mean for us to do more to ensure that everyone has access to what it is that we are bringing to the world.
1: Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. a I man service is everything. Service, like you said, I love that quote, by the way. It's the rent we pay to live on, those, on this planet. It's it's what drives you and it's how you know you'll never go out of business as well. You know, I know this episode isn't necessarily about, you know, business best practices and tips, but when you are operating your business from a place of service um, you can guarantee that you'll never be out of business. And that's mm. essentially what you do. That's essentially what I do. That's essentially what you know the Be Well, Beautiful Woman Tour is all about. It's literally about serving a historically ignored community, specifically around wellness and making sure we're providing them with the resources, tools, tips, conversations, girl talk, hand slaps, high fives that they need. To yes, make it yes. to the next day, to make it through what they thought was going to be a big obstacle, right? It's all about disrupting that loop in their mind, right? That's telling them that they can't, that it'll be hard, that it costs too much, that they're not qualified. That's literally what this tour is about. That's literally about what the work we do is all about. And so for that reason, um, we will continue to exist.
0: Oh, I love that. You, you just, uh, you, what everything that you said just vibrated Um, at such a deep level within and, and that's definitely um, what what we're creating at Be Well, Beautiful Woman. And every single person in the lineup, I would say, has that same ideology. These are all women who are doing amazing work and are working diligently to give back to their communities in massive ways. Um, yes. And so I cannot wait to have you all in this space. And um, I, I want to actually jump into our next question, which mm-hmm. is, is just starting off with a statement, right? I know that health and fitness is your life. I, I know it because I follow your work. I know it because I, I get to call you friend. And um, outside of the ways in which that may, maybe some of the folks listening know that you rock
1: your wellness, what are the most important things that you do to take care of you? so i am an experienced junkie Damara. um i became a minimal a minimalist a few years ago and so um the things you know the physical things don't mean that much to me it's all like i will spend a bag of money on an experience right and so um whether that's like 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 literally just two days ago it's this place close to my house i've been dying to go to because they have these things called jam sessions on sunday nights with live music music so i just literally went alone sat at the bar you know, had a few drinks, end up chatting it up with some people at the bar, staying there for hours. Um, I just live for experiences. And so whether that's with people by myself, I'm always searching out for a way to uh, feel something different, move differently, you know, speak a different language, have a different conversation, get immersed in a different culture, Um, get exposed to something, you know, I'm going Friday night, I'm going to my local um Art museum because they have live music there and so I'm gonna go check that out. It's a woman on the roster that I want to hear sing and so I absolutely love experiences that is my self-care um, it means the world to me and then I love um, things that visually make me happy there's a French artist uh, black French artist that I absolutely love Nicole Kobe so I order her artwork from france and and every time one it, it arrives I instantly I run out to buy frames and put it on my wall she uh sketches these beautiful pieces of black women in natural states and so i have a wall full of her artwork for example so if it's going to be a thing it's going to be something like that that aesthetically motivates me and brings me joy outside of that it's going to be me seeking out some type of experience um, to get outside of the monotony of business and always in the business loop and sometimes even though i love my work we have to cut it off right and so for me it's going to be going out engaging with people um, going to a lecture, you know, going to a film screening, going to a conference, hooking up and having lunch or breakfast with you, like, that is my jam. I absolutely love it. So for me, that's that's my thing.
0: Yes, well, and I just want to celebrate this because oftentimes when we talk about wellness, we don't talk about experiences, right? And yep. this is such an accessible way that we can practice our wellness, whether that be going to our uh, art museum for the first time, right? Or whether it be, like, finally Doing that skydiving um, thing that we've wanted to do, or somebody's going to be in town and doing a talk, and just being in the know about things happening in community. Some of which don't even cost us a dime, except for our time to go to. Yes. And uh, what I love about this is that not only do those experiences help to generate creativity, we oftentimes meet really phenomenal people um, on the journey. And so I went to the movies uh, on Valentine's Day. I just loved it myself. I did all this stuff for me on Valentine's Day, and one of the the things that I did but I went to see the photograph which did you see that yet by the way yes
1: how did you like it girl
0: I I loved it <laughs> I loved it and I'm sure you have some thoughts on it it was um, love jones vibes wasn't it
1: you know it did
0: give a little bit of a love jones vibe but I also felt it was like authentically its own story right? Oh, for sure. Like, no, for sure. there yes. were things, there was depth in that movie that we did not get to see in Love Jones, but I will tell you, Love Jones is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, Will always be one of my all-time favorites. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm in the theater, and there's this woman who sits right next to me, and I'm thinking, why is this woman sitting right next to me in the theater? I go by myself, and there's all these empty seats. Come to find out, this woman does HR for uh, the Girls' House organization here in town, and she wants to know everything there is to know about be a well, beautiful woman, and said, "We've been looking for a change agent. You know, my business is called Change Agent Consulting. Yeah, and so it was a reminder for me that." You never know who you are going to stumble upon through having an experience. And so don't wait to have the experience yes. until you've got somebody else. Don't wait until it's the right time. It's never going to be the right time. You can go by yourself and you can have a fabulous time in the process and really
1: be purposeful, purposefully placed exactly where you're supposed to be to begin with. Yeah, that's exactly right, Dee. That is exactly Right Isn't that crazy? I just
0: thought, <laughs> man, this is so cool um that that I met her this way, and you and I know you and that's how you and I met actually did. Yes, um, sure <laughs> and so uh, it's just a reminder about the the power of just what experiences can do for us, and so don't leave that off your to do list um because it's so good for you to just get out of your element and do something different for all the ways that we talked about and even a lot more so. 100%. As we get ready to wrap up, you know, you said yes to our Be Well, Beautiful Woman tour at
1: the main stage. Did I have a choice tomorrow? Well,
0: choice? you know, I mean, we we did really hold it down last year and I could not imagine not having the tour this year without you. Um, Thank you. But yes, you still could have said no, but Whatever. I'm glad, I am glad that you did not say no. And so- You and I are going to be chatting it up. We've got our fireside chat that's going to be planned out. It's going to be rich. And I just want to know, you know, for the audience, you know, why you said yes to Be Well, Beautiful Woman for the second year. And Mm -hmm. what are a few things that folks can expect as a result of you being with us?
1: Well, I absolutely say yes to this tour again, because these are my people last year, you know, all three cities, you know, I was speaking to myself in that audience, Um, you know, seeing women of color who are driven, who are eager to learn and who are more importantly, eager to implement the things they learn, the wonderful feedback that we received from the tour, um, I will never, as long as my schedule will allow, my calendar is open. I will never pass up the opportunity uh, to pour into my peers. You know, these are just my peers and my colleagues. It, it was a, it was plenty of girlfriend moments, and for that reason, um, I will never say no. Um, so, what they can expect at our during our fireside chat essentially is to get like this podcast time stand It's about to be major nuggets dropped. Okay, it's going to be a ton of value added from an authentic place. Right. So understanding that um, what I'm hoping women get out of our chat is that we're all the same. Right. And our vehicle to get to where we want to go might look slightly different, but it runs on the same fuel. And so my hope is that they realize that what they're looking to achieve, what they're looking to attain is a thousand percent possible sooner than they think. And it's easier than what you believe. A lot of times we operate with a system sophistication bias. And so I'm hoping to knock that down during our fireside chat and let them know that their dreams, their purpose, the things they want to achieve is 100% accessible and available to them.
0: Oh, I love that. So that alone should like get you to go, buy a ticket, visit us at beautifulwoman.com. Don't wait because we will sell out this year. We guarantee it. And you've got to be in the building because you will be transformed as a result. We
1: promise you that. So Lise, how can everybody stay in touch with you? Okay. So follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Lisa Angel Smith, Lisa Angel Smith, full name. Um, you can also go to my website, LisaAngelSmith.com, to so see where I'm speaking, where I'm teaching, my free nutrition classes, enroll in farm to table. Um, and then if you something moved you and you want to give me a ring, hit me at 313-335-1400. I love that. You got all the deets. So you have no reason
0: why you can't be in touch with this woman if you want to. And once again, make sure that you follow us uh, at Be Well Beautiful. That's the letter B. Be well Beautiful. That's Instagram and Twitter. Like our Facebook page at. Uh, be Well, Beautiful Woman. And then make sure that you go to our website, BeWellBeautifulWoman.com so that you can learn about that tour. we got an upcoming retreat. We make sure we put our blogs there every single week. Um, we've got some Facebook Lives that we're doing around. We're calling it Fabulous Friday Be Well um, Talks. So 30 minutes on a topic that um, will resonate with you last week was self-love in honor of Valentine's Day. This Friday is actually gonna be on a vision board. So if you haven't actually done some planning for this year, there is still time. There's always time to plan for your life so without further ado thank you again for being with me everybody until next time